to get naked? Welcome to today's podcast. I'm Kimberly Kane. And every year for 13 years, I've had the privilege to be a part of an amazing eclectic holiday show produced by my sister, Kelly Brown. And I thought I'd make December a month of sharing some behind the scenes from the show because it touches on a lot of things. The business of creating a successful, long-running show, what it takes to do that as an entrepreneur, the leadership skills involved in wrangling a bunch of musicians. And though they're all top-notch professionals, we're still talking about pulling together a bunch of individual entrepreneurial souls, really, to collaborate in a concentrated amount of time in order to make magic happen. And of course, There's the feelings and the spirit of the season. Before we get into it, let me tell you about an upcoming online gathering called Real Men Rocket. It is a happening just for you guys in the early part of next year to help you get really dialed in to your unique purpose and what you have to offer because your desires, your particular way of seeing things, your energy are needed in this world not in a way of an added responsibility on your shoulders, molded from everyone else's expectations of you, but in the way of greater freedom for you, freedom to operate from the foundation of your soul, your creative spark, that thing that's been in you since you were a kid and possibly locked away for a very long time. That thing is what you need to be bringing with you everywhere you show up in your work and in your relationships so you can be aligned with your core self. That's when your life becomes fulfilling. I'll be telling you more about it over the coming weeks and let you know when the doors are open for that. Here's what you can do to get an early bird discount. Become a part of the tribe. Join the realm. You'll get immediate access to the private online group where we can connect more deeply and you can connect with one another off of social media. Just go to nakedvibes.com and you'll see Join the Realm Tribe in the menu. Click on that. Okay, you never know how this is going to turn out because I'm telling you right now, I'm sitting here with my sister and already this podcast is kind of about behind the scenes. And if I could even tell you what's already happening. It's definitely behind the scenes. (laughs) It's it's already out of control. So we're going to try to just rein that in so we can deliver something that's kind of normal for you here. (laughs) All right. So I'm here with Kelly Brown on the Naked Vibe Show. Hello, hello. 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 So here's the deal. Kelly is a diva extraordinaire, and this is the 13th year that she has produced her holiday show called the Local Honey Holiday Mix. So I'm going to talk to her like I've shared with you about a lot of different things today, but I want to just start by saying what is the driving force for you to continue producing such a time and labor intensive show for all these years? It is a labor of love for sure. Um, the driving force would be that I think that it's a gift. Um, I think it's a party. I always say that it's a party on stage and off the people that come, 
Uh, they, they bring so much energy. They dress up. They are so in the spirit and they, they feed us on the stage as much as we offer them, um, unique. We call it the eclectic set. You know, it's just all over the place. And, mm-hmm. um, it's really a, a big give and take between the audience and, and the people on stage. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I don't know if I've ever actually been to a show that is quite as, uh, number one, like you said, eclectic. And then number two, that is so much a conversation between Mm -hmm. you in particular, but between the artists and the audience. Mm -hmm. Have you? Well, it's very layered, as you know. Uh, you and I have worked with a lot of musicians over the years, and that's something I want to share with Dallas. Um, there's so many amazing players that we know who've been signed and had a lot of uh, different unique journeys, and it's nice to share that type of musicianship with Dallas audience. It's bigger than that. It reaches well beyond. So it's nice to see them come to the table with all of their gifts, all of their talents, mm-hmm. and for us to show the eclectic range of players we know as well as the eclectic range of material that we put out there. So, yeah. And I'm and we'll talk about the eclectic range of those players some and you know, you touched on how much it reaches beyond that. So, a lot of years we've done uh TV in preparation for this and people see it and people come in from out of town, they come in from out of state for this show. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people have told you that they make this a family tradition. I mean, kind of talk about that a little bit because that's really it a has cool thing. become a tradition. The the first year uh, that I put this together was in 2006, and I had a comedian friend who's a copywriter uh, was with the Richard Group forever until recently. And, um, he was our MC and comedian. I've asked him to MC again this year. Oh, cool. And so that's kind of a full circle deal. And, uh, you mentioned the word tradition. I bring him up because it became a family tradition for him. He's been every single show. I know so many people who have decided this is this, this, I, I've heard this so many times. This marks the beginning of our Christmas. Mm. You've heard that too. Mm-hmm. So it's a kickoff. It's, uh, it sets the mood. Just like people, maybe they've been shopping. Maybe they've been decorating. Maybe they've been doing all those things, but they're like, when the show starts, I'm in the mood. I'm in. And Christmas has begun. Yeah. It so. is happening. It's yep. on. Yep. Which is a great way to transition to talking about, uh, how, the pre-show, how we even got started thinking about doing this kind of thing was because a lot of years ago, I mean, every year I just like, I'd had it when I'd go in stores and I'd hear these same super cheesy songs over and over again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Christmas music. There's some great Christmas music. Why do we have to keep hearing the same old tired stuff? And we would talk about it and we'd say, we should do a Christmas CD, but we would think about it right then. And one year you finally, like in June or something, you're like, we're doing it. You set up well. The I believe I believe you would think about it <laughs> as usual. Let's do this, and it's November. And I think we did do maybe a song to give away. 
a Christmas song. Yeah, we and did. then and then because we had done Coventry Carol as Frankly Scarlet on a compilation CD from a bunch of Deep Ellum bands. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, and then I decided, yes, I I got kind of crazy and purchased Pro Tools and learned Pro Tools as I made that whole CD <laughs> and yeah. invited all these players over because. You know, uh, people I've known in different walks, not just the live music, but also in session work and uh, different people I've known from all of those places um, and called them over and it just started recording things and, and it became a CD. So, And it was one of the most fun. And here's the thing. It wasn't just us. The players, people were talking about how much fun it was. Here we are in the middle of the summer out in the garage studio and we're recording these Christmas songs and inside that little studio, it was Christmas and you could feel it. And the guys talked about how much they loved it and how much they could feel it. And you can hear it on that CD, mm-hmm. that I joy. I don't remember it being summer, but it must've begun in summer. Yeah. And I do know that in that was my first house and I turned that little garage into a studio. So yeah, besides having them over, it was it was such a new thing to to record and i still maintain the same thing we know enough great producers and people who really do that as long as i have right. a good level and everything's clean yeah i'll let them do stuff and then i could pass it off to a mac price or a david castell and right. they could take that and affect it and mix it and make it something special mm-hmm. so and what's cool too is that particular cd we still hear from people, mm-hmm. and I—I I mean, I can't people even. People grew up with it now. We know. Yeah. We know little. They were little kids to us, and now they're—they're they're in college, yeah. and they're like, "Oh yeah, I grew up with that," and and it's it's pretty special to hear. And and I think some I've even heard a couple of covers from some of those people, which was covering our yes, covering a great our stuff. compliment. Yes, absolutely, is a great compliment, and you know, it's it really like you said, it's been a labor of love because. Each year, just like with the CD, with the show, with anything, you can't start thinking about it when it's time to think about Christmas. Mm -hmm. You have to start thinking about it way earlier than that. And your brain is in a whole different place. And to have to start thinking ahead of, okay, are we going to do the show? What's the show going to be like? What what needs to happen in preparation for that? Kind (laughs) of... Talk for a minute about what that's like to go through, because this is what any entrepreneur in planning ahead, what mm-hmm. they're going to do, you know, has to think about what are, what is the process mm-hmm. of making those decisions and launching into it. Well, in my other life, <laughs> I'm a graphic designer in marketing. I've been a creative director at a big company and art director at others. And, uh, you know, July is is Christmas time. <laughs> And actually, July is when you better be in full gear. You've got to start thinking and prepping probably earlier than that. So I start dreading, oh, no, oh, my gosh, it's Christmas time in, you know, June. And it's a 1,000 degrees in Texas. Yeah. And so the first year I think I did this, and it is a lot because it's not just the music and getting charts done. I mean, I wish I could just be a singer and show up at the show, but it's not that. Yeah. Uh, I think I collapsed probably from adrenal fatigue at mother and daddy's house. We had (laughs) relatives in and I went back to take a little nap 
and the little cousins were coming in trying to pick me up and I could I, I, wake me up, move. wake me up. I couldn't get up. I couldn't get up. So I learned a lesson there and I need to pace myself for sure. So mm-hmm. I've learned over time how to, yeah. how to handle it and parse it out. So therefore you better start in July. So sure. that's a perfect place for us to play a song right here mm-hmm. because this is just a great arrangement of this song and I'm going to let you introduce it. It's just a perfect place to do it. Well, I'll introduce it and then we can maybe tell a story afterwards. Yeah. So I always liked this song and it's not necessarily thought of as a Christmas song, but I think of it as Christmas song and it is Merle Haggard's If We Make It Through December. And here it is. Got let off down at the factory And their timing's not the greatest in the world And heaven knows I've been working hard Wanting Christmas to be right for mama's girl
That was If We Make It Through December, and it is from the Jingle CD or Now Music Compilation, which you can find on Apple Music. You can find it on Spotify. If you go to the show notes on NakedVibes.com, I'll have a link there for you so you can get to that. So, Tell us about the evolution of if we make it through December. How that? How did that come about? What What was that choice yes. about? Yes. Well, the choice. I just. Uh, I just always liked the song. But for a few years, I would, you know, add more to my load by creating a new song, by recording a new song, and giving it out as a free download, which ultimately became the second CD, which was Local Honey's Jingle, like you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. But this song. Uh, you know, you're always on in a hurry because Christmas comes fast. It comes, so fast. It comes fast. <laughs> and so I was, Kenny Withrow of the New Bohemians was going to come over and, and cut guitar in my home studio. And we had an ice storm and he didn't have power. And he called me and said, Hey, you know, I can't do this. Why don't you call? Uh, it was his protege at the time. Now he's his own artist, Hunter Hendrickson. Why don't you call Hunter and he will lay some stuff down. You know, they, yeah. they play together. He's great. Um, yeah. but at that time, a uh, younger, younger man and, um, he was going to try to, he was going to cut it for me. And so we were, you know, we're just texting, right? And so he cut it. He sent it to me. The night goes on into the wee hours of the morning <laughs> and he cut some wonderful, wonderful guitar, just some delicious little licks, right? And some of it was a little more intricate than, I was looking for, for example, this is an old retro kind of a tune. If we make it through December, there's a prominent yep. hook that right. goes bow, 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 right? <laughs> and that was a little more decorative at, that I wanted. And so I'm like, okay, rather than the back and forth in the middle of this snowstorm, I'm just going to cut it myself. So I pulled out my Telecaster and <laughs> yes, bell. and my uh, my um, twin reverb and just cut that one lick myself. Um, just, just that one part. So we've got Reggie roofer on fiddle and, and, um, and Hunter and me and Dave Prez on bass. And, um, <laughs> and it turned out to be one of my favorite tracks. I don't know why, you know, that's just how it is in the studio. Sometimes yeah. just the way everybody plays, what it all comes together. Uh, the vibe of it is just, um, I just like it. It's yeah. just fun. Well, and when you played it for me and you're like, listen, I, I did these licks on here and <laughs> you were That's the least of the track, you know, and you were questioning it though. And I'm yeah. like, no, that, that is it. That's well, on. Like I, I said, keep a clean level and someone will put, put enough tone on it or <laughs> reverb or whatever to make it work. So, so yeah. Uh, speaking of sounds, Every now and then, you may hear some interesting sounds in here and wonder what that is. Going so, to bed now. Yeah. So, <laughs> Kelly's terrier son, my nephew, is laying on the floor next to us, and he's a busy guy, and he likes to interject with like whatever he wants to say. Yeah. So, every now and then, you may hear him He's very talking. chatty. Very chatty. <laughs> So what's great about doing if we make it through December live is that we've always had, you know, each year is different depending on what players join us, Mm -hmm. but we've had some great players who are really capable of pulling off Western swing kind Mm -hmm. of things. And we have that this year 
Right. With Chad Roofer, mm-hmm. who just. And Reggie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Chad's voice, though, is got that yeah. deep, resonant tone. So I love the way he does this. And then some years you do it. Yeah. And it's just a. Yeah, just depending on who we have on the show, we tailor the uh, the set list. By now, we have plenty of songs. Um, we've been doing it. We did it at uh, Sons of Herman last year. We're doing it there again, so it's a little scaled down in that we don't have piano. We don't have full string, full brass, but we do have a sax, doubles on clarinet and flute, and we have Reggie, the fiddle player. So we just we just tailor things to uh, who we've got on stage. Who Reggie is a fiddle player. I've had him on the show and talked about him a lot because he's so capable of doing, oh my goodness, so many, so many things. Mm-hmm. And so many, so many other players are too, which we'll touch on. But before we get there, I want to kind of trace back. That song is on the second holiday CD that we have called Jingle. But the previous one, which is called Rejoice, there's also a great story about an original song on that one, which is hands down one of my favorite Christmas songs, holiday songs ever. And not just because Kelly wrote it. It is so much fun to perform, but it really is just, it's a great, great song. So tell the story about how Holiday Cheer, and let me back up. It, Holiday Cheer is actually on both CDs. Reason being, there's the recorded version and then there's the live version. So talk a little bit about- And then there's a single, which is the yeah, remix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that, that thing has been around. So talk about how that song well, was born. That song was born out of my, I guess, career as a session singer. Um, I did a lot of work for NCA National Cheerleader Association, and David Castell produced a lot of things for bowl games. And we would write stuff uh, for the Hula Bowl. Yeah. And that one was written uh, just uh, because they're cheerleaders, but mm-hmm. also because the word cheer is quite, uh, is a holiday thing. Um, holiday cheer just kind of came out for me. And then I liked it so much. I just turned it into a full song. So. Well, and I remember when, I remember when you did that one and I just heard the version, which was a lot faster oh, because yeah. they got to cheer really oh, fast yeah. and move and groove oh, out yeah. there it's on the field. It's all about dancing. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's all about dancing. And getting on enough field. So they're very yeah. short. They're really just snippets. For like halftime. They're not whole songs. Mm-hmm. And it was just that snippet for them to use in halftime. And I remember you played it for me and said, oh, hey, they're going to use this in the hula bowl. And I went, oh, have to have it. Mm-hmm. That's not a hula bowl song. No. That's a for real song. Gotta have it. Yeah. And this, and, and I played you something recently, which was a Folgers jingle. (laughs) And I will probably turn that into a full song too, because. Oh, yeah. It's great. It needs to be a full song. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That's how so many, uh, cool songs are born. That is how there's a Carpenter song that was written. It was a jingle written by that. It's a good morning. No, that's, that's a different one. Um, I can't remember which one it was, but. It was a jingle, and Richard Carpenter went back to that short guy, whatever his name was. Oh. And uh, <laughs> and he wrote the full song, and it became a huge hit. I don't know which one it is. People can Google it, I'm sure. Sing a little bit of the Folgers jingle. No. <laughs> I can't recall it. We'll get back to you on that one. Yeah, we'll get back to you. <laughs> 
We got some of our best yeah, men yeah. on it right now. Yeah, we got some of our best men on it. <laughs> but you know who else? Um, oh, shoot. I'll have to think about that too. Hold on. A Carpenter song, I think, that was originally a bank commercial that Richard Carpenter went to the writer, Paul, somebody, and said, hey, let's make this a whole song. And it was, we've only just begun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. To live white lace and promises. Kiss for luck and we're on our way. Only just begun. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one of my favorite, um, Foster the People. That, you know, there's all the little kids with the pumped up kicks. You better run, better run. I love that. That guy. Yeah. is a commercial writer and that's kind of how he started so you know there's a lot of great commercials that we've heard over the years that we well, think, wow, I mean, i'd like to hear that as a real song they're just artists that got a that got a gig <laughs> yeah, right yeah. you know they got a a, a commercial gig so. yeah exactly what is this what is that i don't know it's your phone <laughs> so okay this is chicken grilling <laughs> it's defaulting to something on your stupid phone which is i have no idea okay. why right. okay so this is a great place to play holiday cheer one of my favorites ever should we play the studio version or the live version what do you want to play play the new version which is the new version <gasps> is that on there <laughs> it's uh I'll show you, and you can put it in the show notes. <laughs> Dork. Oh, my gosh. Christmas bells are ringing.
So that was the live version of Holiday Cheer. And you can find the live version on the Jingle CD. And I will put that in the show notes for you so you can find it because we've got some other songs I'm playing in this episode that are studio versions. And I wanted you to hear the live version from the show because it is definitely a shindig. It is a lot of fun. And I think that that song really shows the spirit of what that show is really like. As you guys know, I love to bring you music that lifts you up, that stimulates you, brings you joy, gets your juices flowing. (laughs) And I love to do that in other ways too, to bring you meditations and inspiration and exercises and anything that I can do to help you along in your life journey, because we're all in this together. I know that others help me and I want to pass that along. So I would love for you to become a subscriber on Apple Podcasts or on nakedvibes.com because I'll be posting extra episodes, bonuses that will help you in all of your endeavors, your relationships, your career. And in turn, you'll be helping me keep the podcast going. We're in this together. And I love that you're here. Here's more from Kelly Brown of Local Honey and some more music. Now, there's a song that Kelly chose to record that when she told me, I was like, oh, no, I do not like that song at all. She said, neither do I, but I'm going to let her tell that story. Neither do I, and that's why I chose (laughs) to record it. So part of this, you know, we talk about how eclectic our group is and all this. It's like there's a lot of holiday songs that are done the same exact way every single year, no matter what artist records, and they're just done the the same same way. And I never liked Santa Baby very much because it's always yeah. stayed a period song. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like a period piece. It's Santa Baby, yeah. hurry down the chimney tonight. And I Ugh. don't like it. And so um I straightened out the beat a little bit. And, you know, it's just different. Uh, I don't know that it's better, but I... Oh, it's better. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's your opinion. My opinion? Your opinion. My opinion, my personal opinion is not that it's... Not just that it's better, but now it's sexy. Because I'm sorry, I don't find anything about being a baby well, singer to you're, be sexy. You're, it's subjective. <laughs> Other people might find that much sexier. They might. They it's might. More, more Marilyn Monroe, more Betty Boop and oh, totally. all of that. And uh, and yeah. if you find it sexy, you're probably not one of the listeners of this particular show. So you probably will like this version of Santa Baby wow. better. <laughs> I've, got, okay. I've got my sister sitting here looking at me like, what is wrong Man. with you? But I'm used to that. So. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Here is what I think is the sexiest version I've ever heard of Santa Baby. And this is on the, see, I have to stop and really think about this. Like what's on what? This is on the Jingle CD. Yes. The Jingle music compilation, I should say. And you'll be able to find a link to it on the show notes at nakedvibes.com. So this is Santa Baby. 
Okay, so that was the coolest, most fun, sexiest version of Santa Baby ever. Mm. And I can say that because this is the Naked Vibes show. (laughs) This is the Naked Vibes show, and I'm just letting it be real. And the thing is, uh, let me just say, I am a huge fan of my sister, not just because she's my sister, but because I have had the privilege of getting to sing with her and on the stage next to her for almost a lifetime. And I am always amazed at her ability to emote in a song, to really bring the feeling and the emotion alive in a song, and also at her arrangement abilities, at her ear. And this is not just uh, my own personal opinion. This is so many great and different musicians that we've worked with over the years who say the same thing. And I know that she's you know, kind of cringes, you know, sitting here listening to me say that because she's never going to toot her own horn. But, you know, I talk about other artists in this way and how much I appreciate their artistry. And so it it doesn't seem right that even though she's my sister, that I would hold back on on saying that because I want you to know who she is. I want you to know her music and to know uh, just what she brings to the table as an artist. Because again, if you are a listener of this show, she's the kind of artist that you want to hear. So that's why I'm saying that right now, even though she's sitting here with me. Well, thank you very much, sister of mine. That's very kind and very generous of you to say. Sister of mine. (laughs) That's very, very kind. Thank you. Oh my gosh, you're welcome. So I want to talk about some of the players. Hey guys, this episode is so packed with a lot of good stuff and a lot of music. And so that's why I've decided to break it up into two parts because I don't want you to miss any of it. 
So I'll post part two of this conversation with Kelly Brown in a day or two. And I really can't wait for you to hear that because we're going to be talking about the leadership and the entrepreneurial skills that it requires to do a show like this. And even if you're not a musician, even if you're not someone who's producing shows, Everything that you can learn from one leader can be applicable to whatever it is that you're doing in your walk of life. So I'm really looking forward to you hearing that, and I'll have it posted in a day or two. you so much for listening to the show. I would love and appreciate it if you would become a patron of the podcast. And by doing that, you get a bonus episode every month for just $5. Go to NakedVibes.com and sign up for that right now. You have the freedom to be naked and unashamed about who you truly are. Stand in the truth, love big, and you are aligned with the greatest power in the universe. I'm Kimberly Kane, and this is Naked Vibes. (music)